0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Hey guys, it's Natalia and welcome back to Unfiltered Fashion Talks. Today I have the lovely Veronica with us. I'm so excited to start talking. Um, If you don't know her, which I'm sure you do. Hopefully you do. Um, we're basically the same person. Basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself and what you
0: do. Okay. Um, well, my name is Veronica Arroyo. I am I was born in Puerto Rico, but I moved to Florida when I was 6 years old. I grew up on a goat farm when I was in Puerto Rico, but then my dad decided that he wanted to switch over to vegetables. <laughs> and then I grew up on an organic farm my entire life. So, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like growing up though, I well, my mom is also a hairstylist, mm-hmm. so she's very, like, fashionable, and then my dad's, like, a farmer. Gotcha. That's <laughs> so, such like, a funny combined, dynamic. Combined, I I was born. Well, <laughs> literally, <laughs> I have two siblings, but, like, I'm the one that, like, literally blended. <laughs> That's so funny. So um, I, you know, grew up literally working on the farm ever since I was tiny, and I wasn't like, you know, going crazy hard just because I was so young, you know, but like I definitely saw all the hard work and everything. So that definitely turned me into like a really hardworking person. And I also like loved fashion because my mom, she, Mm -hmm. she sewed and she would sew everything for my siblings and I. So I started to watch her sew and I got into it. So like by 13, I started to really get into sewing some more because when I was younger I would make super simple things though like pillows or doll clothes the classics (laughs) the basic fashion designer like dream (laughs) um so then I really started to get into sewing and I'm a very (laughs) passionate person and like Uh, Ever since, like, I've had this mindset ever since I was young that if I want something, I know I have to work really hard for it. Right. And just be consistent. Think, I don't know how I have had that mindset my entire life. I'm so so grateful because I know so many people like struggle with that, like getting lost. Right. So I've always just known that I've had to work hard and be consistent. So I would sew all the time and then um I always wanted to go to New York I had never been to New York in my life (laughs) I would dream about it I would beg my parents to go but we can never afford it and like you know having a farm is like having another child quite literally yeah you can't can't just leave like my dad wakes up at 5 a.m every day stays there all day that's the same routine has been the same thing my entire life and we can never just take vacations like I think in our entire lives we took like one family oh like maybe like two family vacations like my entire life right um so it was always just like I would always beg to go until I finally was able to go because I tried out for Project Runway Junior
1: you did I always wanted
0: to but I never actually did (laughs) my mom signed me up for it really I was 16 she signed me up for it And like, I went all the way through. I got Hmm. the audition in New York and everything because there's a bunch of steps you have to take before for like Zoom calls or whatever. Right. I got to New York. I went into the audition and everything. I will never forget the fact that I had a big pimple right here. (laughs) That's (laughs) so tragic. (laughs) I know. And they film you. Oh, like uh -uh. your audition. And I'm like, I have a big pimple. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I was 16. So, right. (laughs) Happens, um, and I went through all of that. But then they um they told me that I had made it. Like a week later, after I went mm-hmm. from New York, they told me that I was on the show, whatever. But then they emailed me a couple of days later, and they're like, "Oh, we changed our minds." Blah blah blah, and I the was like, the <laughs> heck. So But rude. I wasn't I wasn't really that mad about it because I was like iffy about it. Yeah. Without being on it because I don't like the pressure.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't Just, like, like that either. Having
0: to make things like that quickly, right. plus like. I didn't think I, you know, I thought it'd be a great opportunity. So I was open to it, but like I wasn't like, oh my God, I need to be on the show. You know, I was kind of just like super, like my mom signed me up for it first. Anyways, (laughs) um (laughs) from there, like my school, my bar, like where I grew up in Florida, I grew up in St. John's County, like super I was, like, that really random Hispanic farm girl in, like, a very, very <laughs> privileged area, uh-huh. and um, we, there was, like, a fashion department in my high school, mm-hmm. and so I, pretty much everyone that was in it was just girls, and um, they were just in it for, like, the, because it looked good on, like, college. Right. Good for college or whatever. Yeah. But i was the only one who really took it seriously (laughs) so like i would literally have to help everyone in the class because everyone would always ask me to do it like help them or whatever and then like my my teachers saw like how passionate i I was about it and i was always just making a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. so then that would get me into they would know about fashion shows in the area and they would tell me about it. So then I ended up like being in a ton of fashion shows growing up. Um, and I would just show like mini collections or, or like just like a couple pieces or so. So like by the time I was like 18, I already had like 10 fashion shows. That I had crazy. Showcased in. I know, right? It, they just kept like coming. It's like I would right. go to a fashion show and someone would be like, oh, there's this other one we would love for you. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. And then plus when I was 14, I got my first internship with my cousin because she's a designer. Mm -hmm. I lived with her in Georgia and I would uh, help in her. She worked at a majorette making costume Mm -hmm. where they make (laughs) ice skating costumes and majorette and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I would help there and just like a bunch of just opportunities kept coming up. And then, you know, everyone knew me as a designer. Like, I was super, like, on, you know, my game all the time. <laughs> and then by the time, I, you know, college was coming around, I was set on going to FIT. <laughs> oh, I wanted to go to <laughs> FIT so bad. And I had toured it whenever I went to New York. Right. That right. Time. So I was so set to go to FIT. And I thought I was going to get in. I was like, my portfolio is great. Like, look at all these experience that I have I've been in like 10 fashion shows like who does that (laughs) literally yeah I did it that's for sure (laughs) and and my grades were like uh, like good like average like I wasn't failing or like had D's like I had like maybe a C but I was like the best student ever and so I applied And I kept, you know, I watched a million YouTube videos on like the portfolios and all of that. I think I saw yours a very long time ago. I
1: didn't know. I feel like everybody knows me through that video. And I'm like, that's so cringy because my portfolio (laughs) was awful. Or at least I (laughs) I feel like it's awful now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because I saw your scrunchie one too. And I was like, and then like. not even how I
1: make them nowadays. And people are still watching it. And they're like, oh, my God, this is so great. I'm like, this is an awful method. Why I'm would like, you ever? I'm like, she
0: hand sews them. I'm hell like, no. I never do that nowadays. <laughs> I'm like, hell no. But I'll take um, the views. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, okay, so I applied. And all the videos on right. um, YouTube told me, like, oh, you can wait until, like, the last day. Because it doesn't matter because they take until April to, yeah. like, review all the portfolios. So, like, you can take as long as you want to apply. So I did, I waited till like the last day, long story short, whenever those like those letters came back, I got denied.
1: That still shows shocking to me. Like, I don't understand.
0: I know. I like it's probably nervous. for the better,
1: but still like.
0: I know, honestly, after all this time, you know, I'm really grateful that happened. Right. But you know, I wasn't gonna let that stop me. I'm a very person. Mm-hmm. So I applied again. Really? <laughs> for, for spring semester. <laughs> I played for fall Mm -hmm. and then I since I didn't get accepted I didn't go anywhere I was like oh I'm getting into FIT so I took off a semester I took off like the summer after like graduation summer and fall and I worked two jobs dang um because my dad was here in Puerto Rico and my like that was a tough time in our lives so I had to work two jobs and I was just saving all my money I had like no life (laughs) so that I could go to college Cause like the only way I was gonna be able to go to college was through like my financial aid and like right. trying to get some scholarships, and so I applied again for spring, and I got denied again, and I was like, you know what? "Yeah, <laughs> UFIT, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna show you up now. <laughs> no, you but- kind of
1: are, honestly. Not gonna lie." <laughs> Thank you,
0: I'm trying. But um, honestly, I think it's funny though, because when I had visited New York for that first time, Mm -hmm. I had hyped it up so much for myself Mm -hmm. that when I got there, I had this really weird feeling, like a really weird, underwhelming kind of feeling, even though New York did not uh, like disappoint. Right. Like I loved New York, but like the first day I got there, I had such a weird feeling. That I was like, I don't know if I want to live here. Yeah. It was so weird. But, like, I had was so set on FIT that I was like, maybe that was it was just, you know, this time. And maybe when I actually go to school here, I feel different. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I get denied twice, I was like, damn, it's not meant to be.
1: No, it's really not.
0: And now, with the person I am today, hello. <laughs> it's definitely not meant to be.
1: Yeah, definitely not. Oh, hello. Because...
0: <laughs> this is kitty hello kitty she is so cute (laughs) and um yeah definitely not meant to be because now I live in the middle of the mountains in a tropical island (laughs) and I couldn't I don't even want to live in the city like I love living here being surrounded by greenery and honestly I just as I grew and you know Learned so many things about myself and everything. I realized that I was kind of pushing away the farm life. Yeah. That I grew up as, like, I was always just wanted to be that city girl, like, mm-hmm. fashion city girl. Like, farm life isn't me. Right. <laughs> but it is so me. Like, oh, it, it definitely is so me. <laughs> like, I was just pushing it away because I wanted to be that, but I'm 100 in love with the farm life, and now I live on a farm again
1: <laughs> yep I feel that I feel like well like I don't live on a farm but I live in the middle of nowhere Indiana or at least I feel like it's middle of nowhere um but I think it's funny because as somebody who that like did live in New York like I also hyped it up so much that like living there I wasn't even enjoying it that much
0: like it's- I literally
1: <laughs> didn't like it that much when I was there but everybody makes such a huge deal of like oh my god living in New York you're living the dream I'm like yes in a lot of aspects but at the same time like I don't know I'm like happier out here like life is so much like simpler and just like enjoyable you know same
0: thing with LA like people hype up LA so they definitely do I've never been I've never it's nice
1: I mean the nice areas are nice and then it has like you know it's not so nice areas <laughs> too but I feel like LA is a little bit better than New York because you can like at least step into nature if you want to because they do exactly. have like the beach and mountains so you have like best of both worlds but New York you like really can't get away
0: no, you can't. And it's Mm-mm. funny, I like skipped this part, but then I, <laughs> <laughs> after I was denied, I decided to, I was accepted into Columbia College Chicago. Mm-hmm. They had a fashion program there. Ugh, I, I honestly, I just wanted to live the city life so much that I was yeah. like, oh, I live in Chicago, even though the nice. was nice. It was super nice. Like, yeah. a super clean. Like, yeah, it's movie. a
1: super clean city.
0: But then that's when I discovered I went in the spring. Mm-hmm. and it wasn't spring no it was it it's was still winter, winter.
1: it's winter they until June over there, there. spring
0: semester it's winter semester <gasps> literally <laughs> and it was so cold yeah. like I went in January to May and that's the worst it got warm like once yeah I was like, oh my god I can wear my jobless <laughs> but it was so cold and I couldn't I couldn't go outside and like that was like my first time living by myself. I was 18 Ooh. and I'm super independent. So mm. I wasn't I was fine, but I was also like seasonal depression is a thing. Oh, it is such a thing. I was unhappy, like living I, I loved it there, but like just to visit yeah. in the fall.
1: Yep. The <laughs> fall <laughs> the is summer. perfect there.
0: But yes, I, I then ended up visiting in the fall and I loved it. But yeah. like winter, uh so that's when I decided I was living there and I was like Yeah, no, like one, this place is way too expensive. Yeah. Me not to even like it and my poor parents like paying like sacrificing for me to go here. Like I can't do that. So then I decided to go to um I I didn't find this before, but all of a sudden it showed up later on that there was a fashion uh program in Miami called uh yeah, they have Miami Fashion Institute. Mm Miami Dade College it's like the uh, community college Mm -hmm. in Miami but it's like one of the best community colleges like in Florida Mm -hmm. and they had like the Miami Fashion Institute which was only like four years old like it started in like 2016 I believe yeah so it was new and it was just a two-year program and then from there you would go to uh, another college to finish your bachelor's Mm -hmm. so I found that and I was like oh like Fuck it. Let me just move to Miami. So yeah. like right after Chicago, I moved to Miami, and I was living there by myself in an, uh, my own my first apartment because in Chicago I was in a dorm. Mm-hmm. My first apartment, and I was living in Miami, and I was the best time of my life. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, that sounds like myself, such your vibe. Nineteen, like yeah, in Miami. It was so nice because it was the city, but it was like the beach. Right. And it was like, and it was warm. Yep. Yeah. and I lived in Florida my whole life and right. like from Puerto Rico like what was I thinking that I like the cold yeah absolutely not <laughs> so it was just like no and so I loved Miami and I was there until literally last year yeah that's when I was just that's just when I discovered I was like I don't know who am I li- like why am I lying to myself like I love <laughs> living on a farm I love living like warm and this is just my style and I'm not that New York City girl
1: yeah no I wasn't either it's okay you know we all go through that phase
0: You, everyone really does it's it's literally all about trial and error
1: yeah it really is honestly that's so funny um so you started your brand like the same time I did right
0: literally January January (laughs) June June
1: of last year that's so funny I think I literally found you like around that time there's this one specific top that one top you made that had like all the little buttons down the sleeve that was like the first I like vividly remember that TikTok showing up and I was like oh my god I need that but at the time I was broke and I couldn't you know actually buy it uh but
0: only like two people (laughs) bought it at that time oh
1: my god I would kill to have that it's so cute but that was like vividly I remember that video I'm like oh my gosh She's incredible. And then I realized you were my age and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I love that top.
0: I did not so cute. bring it back, but I should have. But the you buttons should. take a long time. Oh,
1: I, yeah. I don't know how you do it. Cause that takes for freaking ever.
0: And they're like covered, you know, covered. Yeah. By plus I got to sew them on. Oh
1: my yeah. God. No, I see. I wouldn't want to make it, which is why I would like to buy it.
0: Yes. <laughs> Cause I'm then, like, I would and, never. And then I was charging $80. Which girl. everyone was like, Oh my gosh, that's a no girl, my god. <laughs> it takes me, I hate it, I hated that phase of my brand. Honestly, you're charging, yeah. we've both
1: we both gone through that, and I feel like I'm still kind of <laughs> a too. little
0: undercharging. But I it's feel, fun. I hate that I feel guilty about it, right? But, but like, honestly, I felt more guilty about it when I was, um, you know, back in the day right but now that like I am learning more about like you know ethic like making clothes making clothes ethically and like sustainably and everything right I'm just like hell no am I gonna undercharge myself like yeah because I was making more as a server than I was in my own brand right and that's when I knew
1: I was fucking up yeah no me too because I was working at a daycare before so, I was getting like minimum wage, like teacher salary. And I was making more at that job than my yeah. own brand, too. And I was like, that is not okay. And I was, and I was spending a shit ton oh of my more hours. God, yeah. A shit ton so of many more. Hours. Hours.
0: And I just couldn't. I was like, oh my God, I'm like literally like scraping by, but working so many hours. Like, I can't do this. Like, I'm going yeah. to go broke. And ugh, people just need to understand that.
1: I know it's I feel like people have been generally pretty nice to me about it whenever I like talk about raising prices because I like I'm always like I feel bad but like I promise it just takes so long and like I try to give like such a solid explanation I feel like people are generally nice but like I still feel bad about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: because like I I don't know I like I want to be affordable because I'm like I can't necessarily afford expensive mm-hmm. things but also it's like affordability is also relative
0: yeah and then it's, it's like
1: oh so- yeah, it's hard. It's
0: such a process. But like, this is how I've like come to see it. Nail, like whenever you go to a nail salon, nail artists will spend like two hours doing your nails or so if you want something fancy, something long and people will spend like 100 to 200 plus dollars. Like yeah. getting Fancy nails. Obviously, you can get really cheaper nails that don't take that long. Right. But I'm talking about the era that we are now where everyone yep. is getting super fancy nails. Yeah. And then a hairstylist will spend hours doing your hair, blah, 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 and will charge a hundred plus dollars. And you're and people and people are happy to pay that because right. it's happening right in front of their eyes. Yeah. They're sitting there for all that for all those hours getting it done and they see it they're like waiting whatever and they feel like it's worth it right but the fact that for clothes they don't see it like they just buy it it's already it's already done so they don't think it's worth it because like they didn't spend those hours sitting there making right or watching it being made so that's why I feel like I post so much about me like making the garments and stuff Mm -hmm. so y'all will see like sometimes I'm wearing different clothes y'all this is days later I know right (laughs) this is taking me days yeah so it's just like and that's how I see it and that's why I how I try to explain it to people and then people are like oh yeah like I see it it's just like we've just been so conditioned to these cheap prices of forever 21 and everything that like it just sucks it does suck do it
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm still trying to get out of that mindset. Like anything that's like above like $50, I'm like, oof, got (laughs) to really think that one through. But like, that's like a really cheap price still, even if it was like handmade
0: exactly it just which like depends so what it what it is too even if I'm right. buying something handmade from someone else yeah and i kind of made it before or something and yeah. I can tell that they're like maybe super upcharging I'm like oh no I know I know how long that takes right
1: <laughs> like all the like, <laughs> like <laughs> easy crop tops and stuff like that which like, yeah, yeah, I am yeah. also guilty of making but like yeah some people do upcharge way too much and I'm like girly mm-hmm. you just cropped that
0: yeah, I'm like I, I know how long that took. Yeah,
1: that's
0: yeah, uh-uh. but it's such a struggle. <laughs> it
1: is. It really is. But you also just started a YouTube channel, which I love. It I am so glad you did because I feel like I'm the only one that's like doing that right now, as far as like having a slow fashion brand and showing that on YouTube. And I feel like it's so fun to watch. It but is. I just like don't have anybody to watch, and now I can watch you, and it's so fun. <laughs>
0: I'm trying. It's so difficult. It is. It's a lot of work, but it's I think so it's weird. super fun. <laughs> it's fun, but like it's so much work. I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh, God, yeah. this video is taking me like three days to edit. What am yep. I doing my life? Literally. <laughs> like, so long. Honestly, I've gotten better. Like I know that I'll even get I'll get right. more better as yeah. like I'm doing it. I'm figuring out my style and like how to work because I use Premiere Pro. Oh. Oh, and see, it, like, I don't do
1: that. I got, I've tried, but it just scares me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just use Final Cut. That's oh, so yeah. much easier.
0: It's intimidating. It is intimidating. The thing is that I have a uh, Microsoft. I don't think I have Final gotcha. Cut.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I think that's only for Macs.
0: Yeah. So, Premiere Pro, and I already paid for, like, all the Adobe things. Yeah, me too, like which I are so expensive, stuff. too. What the heck? So rude. I, I still have the, the
1: student one, though. Even though I'm no longer in college. Yes, yeah, see, I don't anymore, and now I'm just sad. Why? Why would you? Why would you? Well, do because that? I felt bad, so like I switched how, it over. How would they know? <laughs> I don't how know. They, they just got <laughs> your so email worried about that type of stuff, and I'm like, oh no, I need to switch over, <laughs> otherwise I'm
0: lying. I'm dead. The worst Ugh. thing to do is just be like turn you off. The thing is, I have two emails. I have one from my Chicago mm. uh, college, and then like right. Miami College. And they just don't know. Dang, I really and could have kept.
1: I still have my FIT email, so like I it literally still use. Hey, I'm so we, dumb. Redo it. I'm like paying double <laughs> for the normal price now, and it's awful.
0: Because like every year they ask you to like log back in, log back in, log back into the your like to something to verify that you're right. like a student. And I know the password still to like my college email, and it still mm-hmm. works. Dang. So you know what? I'm gonna finesse it until like as long as I can.
1: Honestly, good for you. I was not that smart.
0: <laughs> Maybe you could still try. It. Who knows?
1: Honestly, we might have to try that out. I hope Adobe <laughs> isn't listening. <laughs> right?
0: The like, shame block. Them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: dead. <It's> so funny.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, you also not that I'm like stalking you on YouTube, I just literally watch your videos. Um, But like the video that you made that you like messed up a custom order on. I'm like, so glad you made that video because the amount of times I've messed up and I swear I'm the only one that messes up. It's like so bad.
0: I honestly, that's why I made it. Yeah. I know that every designer has been through it. Oh, like, yeah. Every person who has ever sewed has been through it right and I haven't seen one video on YouTube at least that like has popped up yeah, yeah. I no, There's re- I don't
1: think there's really many if yeah. at all
0: of like people showing like their mistakes and I'm, I'm right. a very honest and transparent person like what we do is difficult and yeah. it like, takes so much hard work and trial and error like that yeah. have messed up like you and me both <laughs> like I have messed up so much and like it's just a reality. And mm-hmm. so whenever that happened, I just thought, it, honestly, it was embarrassing because I made the YouTube of me right. making the dress. <laughs> it was my first video, my first time filming. And oh, I was going through so much. Right. My camera kept bu- kept dying. And I was like, I can't. But now I bought like extra battery packs or yep, whatever.
1: That's what you got to do.
0: Yeah. And my SD card, I only had like a 32 gigabyte. So it oh, constantly uh-uh. gets filled up and I would have to take it out, transfer everything to my computer. But,
1: oh yep. my it's a hassle
0: I, <laughs> I got distracted and for you know I assumed that the dress was the same she was the same size as the mannequin yeah when I finished I was like I don't know I'm having a bad feeling yep. so I like looked at her measurements again and I was like oh shit her hips are like two inches bigger oof yeah I was like that's like a big difference that is a big cause, difference because sh- it's unbiased the front is unbiased but the back mm. was on like straight grain so the back was not going to stretch. Right. And so when I saw that, I was like, no, nah, this isn't going to fit her. <laughs> so I took it off and I added like a panel in the back, but I didn't put it in my YouTube. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm not, I'm done with filming. I can't, yeah. I'm just going to add it in. So I added it in and it helped, but then she got in, and it was still too small, just Oof. a little bit. In the bust a little like it was she was a 35 and my mannequin's mm-hmm. 34 and a half yeah but it was laced up so I thought it would be fine right um but it was just like a little bit too big and she didn't like it yeah and then like whenever I did the asymmetrical hem on the bottom one side like because it was asymmetrical like the mm-hmm. higher side was just like a little higher than she wanted so mm-hmm. it was kind of like I made it a little too small and then she didn't like the way it was looking on her right thing. So then I was like, I'm so bad because she gave me that fabric. Right, I would feel it so was bad to Her too. fabric, right? And I messed it up, and I was so upset. I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe I did that. I hate myself. And whenever those kind of things happen, I get so I like get so discouraged. I'm like, yeah, Oh my god, I suck. Like, when I'm why am I doing this? Why am I making? Yeah, it? how can I give advice?
1: Literally, same. I'm like, I am not qualified. <laughs>
0: But then I was like, "Oh, this happens, and I can't beat myself up about it. I just have to solve the problem." Right. So I was like, "I will make you a new dress." And she was super, super sweet. So she was like, "I don't." She's like, "It's okay. Like, I want, an, I still want an, uh, I still want a dress from you." So like, you know, if we could make like another dress, and I was like, "Of course." Like I, so I made her a whole new dress, and she mm-hmm. sent back, ma- she sent back the other one. So I'm gonna try and resell it. You know, it'll fit on a smaller person.
1: Yep.
0: And. <laughs> yeah it happened it does,
1: it does does happen <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean the dress turned out really beautiful thank you and she was like it's so well made I don't want like it's like, so it's- nice and she's like uh, I was like I could alter it because like I'm I you know I alter I, I can alter it right, anything. right. I can a little bigger I still have some fabric like mm-hmm. I can put some panels on the side and she's like it looks so good though like I don't want to you know mess it up right I'd rather just get a new dress and I was like, "Okay."
1: I mean yeah it happens but like it's nice to see that because I literally not that I've messed up like a lot a lot but like sizing is really difficult.
0: So difficult.
1: Like when the person's not like your mannequin size or like your own size that you can like kind of fit it on yourself or whatever like it is so difficult to like actually see if it's gonna fit properly and like lay right which is like such a struggle I have whenever like obviously being made to order and like being able to do like you know any size and like any customization and stuff like that is like really great theoretically (laughs) but like putting it into practice is so hard and sometimes I like don't want to be doing it but at the same time it's like I know that's why people like our type of brand so much so it's like I don't I can't take that away but at the same time it gives me such a headache when I have to like actually
0: do it (laughs) yes it is that's literally why I get discouraged. So t- yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh god, like I have to make this large, right? And, like, and I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I can, but like it's just that the fact that I don't have like a fit model. Exactly. It's like you like don't know. Mannequin. Yeah, you
1: don't have a reference at all, and it's yeah, like so I'm like, and people difficult. have such different body
0: proportions.
1: Exactly that too, like the waist it's- to hip ratios, or like just the torsos in general like, yes, some people like have super long ones, super mm-hmm. short ones. And it's like,
0: yeah. And it's like, do? whenever you're measuring the bus, like where's the fullness in the front and right. back? Cause I'm a small, but like everything is up here, you know, for my right. bust, And right. like, I have a very small back. So yeah. whenever I'm buying tops, almost nothing fits me. Cause I'm like, small, but like everything is in like my boobs. So everything like right. falls out. And so it's such a struggle. I really haven't had like that many problems with it um thankfully but I feel like that's why we both make garments that are like right. adjustable yeah stretchy <laughs> like I know that's why you make all those shearing tops Girl, You taught it's, me. <laughs> so, it's so easy like, oh, like, oh. like it just stretches and it just works exactly. and exactly like, and I've always loved lace-up Things like I've yeah. been doing that ever since I first started sewing, right? It's a nice, and whenever, like, yeah. And whenever like the corset trend came in, I was like, oh, This is my time to shine. Literally, <laughs> I was like, I like, I had just learned how to make like boosty ears because I've been mm-hmm. dying to learn and I finally learned. And I was like, This is my time to shine, yeah. So I'm gonna do this, but <laughs> they take forever. And yes. I, oh my gosh, I regret it, but I, re- I regret the pricing.
1: Yeah, because I was like, I've knowing how long those take and seeing the prices you had on it. I was like, absolutely. There's no way that she's making any profit off of this right now. Like those were so beautifully made and they take so long. Like there's just so many steps to it, which is why I've never made them for my own. Like I love them, but I was like, I'm never going to make them unless it's a custom order. That's like getting paid better because it takes way too long.
0: I regret. and that's why i started i pushed the dresses more the lana dresses yeah
1: i mean those are really cute too and like they like those fit ones took me like too.
0: much faster like oh my god yeah, like two hours for each dress right. like so i was like fine with that one and that was like my most popular anyways like people love that one Yeah, those are cute and it fit it i barely had i only had like two problems with it um with like two orders mm-hmm. um just because, like, the back is laced up, plus both right. unbiased, the front and back. So yeah. So, it was just, like, there was just no, like, lots of room. No. No room for air? Or lots of room for air? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> that is so, right. so, it was just, like, easy. But then, in the corsets, like, they're laced up. Right. And then, the, the Rita tops. um, Those were That one was much quicker because it had right. no Yeah. But then, like, the, the buttons for all the detachable, sure. Yeah, you just made it so Please. hard for
1: yourself. Like, it's a bustier and then you're like, oh, let me add detachable sleeves, detachable straps. Like, I don't know. How it's did so you cute, even? Though. It's so cute, but like, you needed to charge so much more for I that. Know. Like, those but take I knew- a long time.
0: Just I knew that if I did, no I would buy them and that's always I a know. That, yeah, that's how I feel
1: too. <laughs> It's like no will buy it though. It's such a struggle. But it's like, I don't know, at some point we just need to find the audience that will actually buy it. Mm -hmm. I feel like since we both started like cheaper, we like reeled in an audience of people who could buy at that price point. But now we need to like up that price, and like that audience doesn't fit that price anymore necessarily. So it's like, oh, I don't know, it's just difficult to navigate
0: that. Mm -hmm. But and I can't with the aurora busier, like the cup one. Yeah. Uh, I can't with that one though. No, it would give me so many, it. it would give me so much trouble though, making it. Oh I would God. always mess. I would always like have to uh, seam rip and redo it so many times. So I would actually spend like two days making one top sometimes. Oh, I can imagine.
1: Because like, I would just
0: kept fucking up and I yeah. was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know how you did that. Yeah,
0: Cups are like, can be so difficult. I don't know how yeah. these yeah. people do it.
1: I don't either I've done it like twice I'm doing it like right now for a custom order and it literally is the worst like I hate doing cups
0: especially for like I don't even like to make them for myself yeah and I have I have like d's almost double d's right I don't even like I don't even want to make it for myself yeah Yeah, I don't blame you (laughs) I'm like so that's why I like had to like cut them short I was like I cannot accept any more orders for these because I actually burning out so bad yeah I cannot
1: but yeah I don't know how you did it every time I would see those posts I'm like dang because like I make such simple stuff sometimes but it's only because of that reason of like I just like don't have the time to make more complicated things but like I want to make all these fun complex designs but I'm like theoretically like realistically like I can't produce that that amount of like quantity like it wouldn't be good for me but then it makes me feel bad as a designer because then I'm like, I'm making such like basic things sometimes. And I'm like, I wish I could do more, but it's like, until I have like actual help and like actually people like helping like sew and stuff, like I cannot do complicated things.
0: That's why I've kind of decided to like take a step back from made to order. Right. Like from from now on, I'm not going to be doing made to order. Like, I mean, everything is made to order. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, like in uh, like, pre-order whatever I guess that I was Mm -hmm. doing because I just I want to make these complex designs and I just can't do it myself and I I had zero help right entire time my boyfriend would come and help me um, package some things up sometimes so I could finish sewing and he would like fold boxes for me and stuff but like I need a lot more help than that yeah no everything
1: and the social media too like that and takes a lot of time and,
0: stuff. and he was started helping me editing um my youtube videos when I first started and stuff but now he's back in Florida so now I have zero help he's my emotional right. help that <laughs> helps a lot too <laughs> yeah. he supports me in every way possible and which is always is wonderful. Keeping me on track right which is the best like the best thing I could ask for literally but, like, I- yeah I need physical help. Yeah. No, I feel that. <laughs> so it's a struggle. But I'm just taking a step back from, like, doing, like, that pre-order that I was doing because mm-hmm. I just don't want to put myself through it anymore. Yeah. Like, I was so burnt out. And I was, like, yeah. so unhappy because I would just wake up and then go sew until 10 o'clock at night. Yep. And then do the same thing the next day. And I was like, I can't do this. I like hate my life. Like, I'm 21 years old. Like, I don't need to right. Like no, I no want, case. I I want a brand, but I don't want to put myself through this. Like so, I've just decided <laughs> that I'm going to like start just doing custom orders, mm-hmm. so that way I can have fun making like those you know extravagant right. extra, extravagant things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also want to just make stuff that I want to make and start yeah. renting them out. So if I want to make right. something really crazy, um, someone can rent it out for like a photo shoot or their right. birthday or something. And that way, like I'm still, you know, making money, but um, I'm not making like a whole bunch of, like a whole quantity of it. Right. Um, will the size inclusivity be, incl- inclusivity be kind of like difficult? Maybe.
1: Yeah. But I'm going
0: to try to make like different sizes because I want to be size inclusive. I right. don't want to exclude other sizes but like for custom orders though, I will do any size and I have right. done, done all the way to 4X and I didn't have any problems. So thank God. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm just going to like take a step back from that and really focus on like YouTube and really right. trying to find a community so that I can grow my uh, brand and my business right. so that I can, and I can find like other people in this community or like, right help me with the business side and like I find other people that can that can help that can teach me more about building the business yeah. and doing it right so that I can actually like find a bunch of seamstresses and right. like, do it right and I'm just gonna you know take a break not take a break but I'm just gonna start educating myself more yeah. on that and being on YouTube so, so that I can get to have a you know a a brand that like actually produces more yeah because like, I just can't do it by myself like no and like the, in the fashion industry no one does it by, by themselves no. you need a team It's yeah. so important. and I and I've always known that but I always you know I never would have gotten to this point if I didn't try exactly if I didn't, if I didn't try and like have my brand and do it by myself I would have never known like what I was right. capable of so I had to go through it to learn, you know, that this is what I really need to do. Yeah. So it's just so much learning. It
1: really is. No, I'm
0: like, I feel like
1: I've unintentionally taken a break the past two months too. Like I've been doing stuff, you know, like I did like a pop-up in LA and like New York or whatever. But, like, I haven't been, like, making stuff to order. Like, I haven't been taking in orders for the past, like, two months, basically. And I'm still not going to be taking them till November. (laughs) So, I'm, like, basically taking a three-month break of making orders. And it has been, like, the happiest time of my life. Like, I've been enjoying myself so much. Like, I'm still sewing and I'm still making things. But it's not with that, like, pressure of, like, getting it to people. And, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just so much that goes into it. So, I've been also, like, very seriously thinking about, like, trying to figure out how to have people like sewing for me so that it's like fun again because Mm -hmm. it does burn you out so much like making the same things over and over and over again and just like Mm -hmm. waking up sewing eating sewing eating going
0: to bed waking up (laughs) and it's like a repeat sometimes not even eating because I don't have time to yeah I know right (laughs) because like I don't have any restaurants near me I'm in the middle of nowhere like no uber eats or delivery services at all so i have to Probably cook. a good thing honestly it is but it's not because then i don't eat because i'm too lazy to cook yeah i no, am i'm, I'm <laughs> so the same
1: way though it's terrible. rough yeah
0: but it's a- sometimes it, i want to hit yeah. you up and i'm like girl i know you're <laughs> enjoying this break right now of like not sewing anything yeah <laughs> like you should we should be on the same track and just like not wait it out but like right I don't know because there are seamstresses here that I could hire and stuff but then I don't the funding. Oh,
1: exactly that's like my problem too it's like I don't make enough yet to really hire somebody so it would be like I guess it's kind of like an investment because then once you hire them you can make more money but it's kind of risky to do that too. And you gotta
0: and price like, your stuff high. exactly and people need to buy it exactly <laughs> so you
1: need to like find that market again of people yeah buy. It's like just, it's this whole it's thing so of like it all needs to line up perfectly for it to work out and you, yeah. just, you never know if it's actually going to so it's a little rough
0: I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna focus on you to find people yeah that, like you know do because I have like no one really in my life that like does the same thing I do like with sustainability and fashion me too or sustainability at all (laughs) I know me too (laughs) (laughs) so like I have like fresh I have some fashion friends um and I I do have a friend that like we work on custom orders together all the time and he Mm -hmm. likes make he asked me to make things for him all the time but like that's about it and he lives in Miami and I am no one here right it's just like I'm really trying to like you know, find people that I can relate to. Yeah, no, that's how <laughs> I am. I feel like
1: that's the one downfall of kind of living in a not like fashion city is mm-hmm. just like finding people you can relate to. Like, that's the one thing I don't like about being in Indiana is like, I love the people here, but I have like nothing in common with anybody. Like no one cares about sustainability at all. No one cares to dress up. No one cares about fashion. It's just like, nobody cares about what I'm doing. So I'm like, that's the one thing that's like, I want to leave Indiana because I would rather be surrounded by people who get it, Mm -hmm. but it's like, at the same time, like, it is nice to live like a simpler lifestyle and kind of just be like in the middle of nowhere,
0: you know? (laughs) Well, there definitely is a market for fashion here. Like fashion is huge. Here actually, right. But um, like there's a bunch of you know designers here, and um, there is like a small sustainability like community, and there's like a farmers market I know of that they do like secondhand, uh, clothing that they sell and stuff. But like the thrift stores here suck.
1: Oh, same. It's trash here
0: and they're so far, like, the closest one, like, they're two hours to one hours away from, uh, hours away from me, and, yeah. like, those, those communities exist, it's just the fact that I live in the middle of nowhere, I live yeah, literally. In, Ar- <laughs> in Arjuntas, which is, like, high up in the mountains, and then, mm-hmm. like, the metropolitan city areas, the city is, like, an, uh, the closest one is an hour away, which is at Ar- mm-hmm. which, like, uh, is super nice, but they don't have much, like, fashion scene or whatever and right. like San Juan is mm. you know the touristy everyone right. there, yeah and that's where everything is going on and it's mm. two hours away from me yeah that's hard and that's just like inconvenient
1: yeah like, drive that no I wouldn't often, want to either
0: Mm-mm. and plus like driving down the mountain is already like so much like the closest grocery store is 30 minutes away which right. is conveniently right across the street from the fabric store oh, and right next to the nice. post office. Oh my gosh. So look like, at you. <laughs> thank God I can just drive and it's all right there. And I, and I just yeah. go like once a week right. and I just take the drive down there. Cause there's just so many potholes here and the yeah. drive is beautiful and scenic, but it's right. like, yeah, like it's super like just curvy and I, I can never actually, I mean, I can go in the passenger seat, but like, I get so nauseous oh I bet yeah like I always just drive but the drive is so much plus so so many potholes and my car is really old so it's just like (laughs) there's just so many inconveniences like I know I know it could be worse of course but those are just challenges I I face
1: (laughs) yeah no that makes total sense I feel like for me Not that I'm actually, like, I'm not actually in the middle of nowhere. I feel like I am, but I'm not, like, I'm in a normal suburb of Indianapolis. But, like, even having to go to, like, my nearest fabric store is, like, 20 minutes away. And then, like, the post office is also, like, 20 minutes away. And if I want to go to both in a day, they're on opposite ends. And it takes me, like, two hours to get to both. And it's, like, the most inconvenient thing ever. So then I just, you know, push it off and then order things online and hope that they mm-hmm. get here on time. But sometimes yeah. they don't and you do have to go over there.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. so. I just, mail gets super, like, behind here also. Like, yeah, I on- bet. This. Right. So it's just, like, I mostly order everything, though, also. Yeah, me too. Because I, I no, get everything online for me i get everything on like i don't even have a joanne's here dang like so i have to, or like the fabric store that's here like they have like notions and everything and fabric mm-hmm. but like they don't have like everything like the options yeah. are pretty limited. yeah um so i order everything off etsy basically because yeah I don't, I don't shop on amazon anymore fuck buzzes I was like what's (laughs) that again (laughs) um I don't shop on Amazon anymore but like I used to right um, because things would get here so fast right like sometimes like
1: (laughs) if it's like you're really like behind sometimes I do end up having to like quickly get something on there
0: Mm -hmm. I would do it in Miami but here like I don't know if they just don't maybe use Amazon as much, or maybe in my location. I think probably where I live, the Amazon delivery person doesn't come here, but I had ordered something once or like twice. And then my boyfriend sometimes orders things on there. And I'm always like, babe, stop. But, <laughs> but like, they take like three weeks to get here. Dang, and I'm like, heck? hell no! I'm like, uh-uh. I'm like, I already, I already don't like you, and now you're gonna take X ex- like even longer than it yeah, was no. for USPS. So I just Etsy is much faster actually for me. Yeah,
1: no, Etsy is really good too, and it's a bunch of like smaller businesses too. Which exactly, is
0: nice. I gave more to be honest because I find yeah, me more, too. really cool things and like yeah. personal things, and I know that I'm supporting someone's small business. So exactly,
1: I- Etsy. Yeah. Etsy's wonderful. I love it. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I don't know why Etsy brought this up in my head, but um, do you ever get, I'm sure you do, like the millions of DMs of people asking you to sell your patterns? Yes. Are you ever going to? Like, would you ever?
0: I want to because that's like a little nice side money.
1: I know. I've thought about it too. From but patterns. then part of me is like, is that like dumb to sell patterns of your own products?
0: You know what sell I mean? That? But at the same time, like, there's always going to be those people that are not going to sew it.
1: They're I know. Not gonna,
0: you know, there's like the people that don't know how to sew that just want to buy it. Right. There's always those that like market and there's both. Plus, like, you're still going to be making money from the patterns. And I just don't think I would sell patterns for stuff that I'm currently making.
1: Yeah. Like, like that's you do for older currently.
0: Stuff. Yeah. Like I would do like maybe like a past collection. Right. But I'm not making it anymore and like I'll do the pattern for it. But right. I have no idea how to digital digital I'm tools. like
1: barely starting to figure it out and it just takes for freaking ever. I just like, like I you know, know I need know. to, but like yeah, no, I'm like literally just now <laughs> starting to figure it out. That's what I've been doing on my break. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes so long and like I don't always have the patience for it.
0: That's the math.
1: Yeah, I don't know if, exactly. I don't know if it
0: requires a lot of math, does it? I, I mean, mean I kind of. Dollars, yeah,
1: exactly. You just kind of have to know all the measurements and make sure everything's like lined up properly. So it's not like a lot of math as much as it is just like measurements. It's, if that yeah, you're, like you know, it's like yeah. a little different. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It just takes so long. But at the same time, like I think that would make a lot of money though, because that just like could
0: infinitely make you money. Do you, you know? know? Do you know Kiana Bonola? Yes.
1: Oh my God, I love her. She is. She She's kills so it with hers. Oh my God, she does. She's so good at it. And, and I, she has this whole like instruction guide with it, and like yes. all this stuff. I'm like, how do you even have time for all of that? Right? Like she I'm writes very- everything. How? I'm like, I feel like she learned it in school. It seems like she, she probably learned. did. I did not. I did not either. Like we just did was- normal pattern making. Nobody taught me digital. Like maybe if I would have done a bachelor's, I would have been taught that but I didn't yeah. so like yeah, I was not same. taught that but dang yeah Kiana kills it I've literally like the amount of times I've swiped up and just been like I don't know how you do this but you're killing <laughs> it and like right. I wish I could do this <laughs> like she's so great
0: and like I, at first I didn't know who she was I, I saw her patterns on Etsy really saw all her patterns and I was like oh cute um and I didn't you know I I don't really buy patterns often yeah, I, I've neither. only bought like uh, I bought like two. I bought like a basic block. I mean, <laughs> those are good to have. Block mm-hmm. for, um, for all the sizes. Like up oh, to, to a 5X. Because nice. I was like, I am not gonna grade and like do my <laughs> own patterns. Right. Like a basic block for every single size. Oh my god, that would take me forever. So I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna buy a basic block for 5X. Anyways, that's I saw nice. her Etsy patterns and then I her a tiktok showed up of her and then i was like oh cute and then i saw she had a youtube and i was like wait it's a girl i saw her patterns yes so i like made the connection and uh, now i watch her YouTube videos all the time
1: yeah i love her i think she is killing it i just feel like there's not a lot of people like that are younger and doing like sewing videos so Mm -hmm. i feel like if you do them like they do so well because whenever i look up sewing videos it's always like these older ladies that uploaded it in like 2010 and it's like webcam quality and they mm-hmm. didn't edit it so they just leave in all their oh oops I made a mistake hold on it's like they <laughs> didn't cut that out and it's like the most boring thing to watch it so it's like nice to see that people our age are like sewing and making videos and it's more enjoyable and easy to watch
0: mm-hmm. sometimes when I watch your tutorials though hmm It can be, like, not, like, difficult to follow, but, like, sometimes it's just, like, a little bit. And I'm, like, dang, if you're a beginner, this is probably difficult. Honestly, yeah. Because I'm, like, I know what she's talking about. Because I've done this so many times. If you're a beginner, that's kind of, that might be a little difficult.
1: Yeah, I feel (laughs) like sometimes I just, like, don't know how to dumb things down anymore.
0: I've done it so
1: much; it just seems like such common sense to me, and I'm like, how do I dumb this down anymore?
0: Yeah, like I know the vocabulary. Right. Like, if you don't know the vocabulary, like it's kind of difficult. Right. Like, even talking
1: about like cutting things on grain or bias, like I don't know how to explain Mm -hmm. that to people. Other than it's just like, is this straight grain? Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Just I'm always just like I'm like I'm like go like this. Right. Tight. (laughs) That's a straight grain. If it's Extra tight, that's the cross grain. And if it's right. like stretchy, that's the bias.
1: Exactly. I'm like, I you just it. gotta
0: kind of feel it out and learn it for yourself. Like
1: it's such a yeah. hands-on learning type of thing that it's like hard to explain without like somebody physically being there to mm-hmm. like touch and like feel things. I feel like
0: I'm literally making a YouTube video. I was filming mm-hmm. it this morning, like yesterday, on like how to patchwork. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, how to figure out like where is the grain and all of right. that. Right. Like tiny scraps where you're like well you don't have like the salvage that it doesn't show you
1: yeah it's just
0: a whole process
1: it is a whole process I feel like it feels so easy to explain it if you're like in person but like you just can't see it on a video as well so it just it's like I promise this is stretching and this feels like it's not stretching so it's probably this way (laughs) like right it's rough it's rough
0: but yeah no I'm so difficult to fill too yeah
1: which is why I don't do them often and I just go to vlogs because they're so much easier like tutorials you have to like properly set it up I have to like actually like write down all of my steps and make sure I'm not missing things and like saying things super clearly and it just takes so long but they do so well so like I, I need to start doing more but they are just so time
0: consuming yeah sometimes I I have like read your comments on your mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and um so many people are like oh I don't even sew but I just like to watch and I'm right? like "Should <laughs> I even make tutorials I know right just make it. you're just yeah. gonna watch me make it so that's Literally. why like that's why like my um my hang out with me video or whatever yeah I just kind of did like you're watching me make it and I'm giving right. you tips and stuff but I'm not doing a full-on tutorial because right. It just would take me so long. Exactly. And if like and if people want like a tutorial, you can let me know. It's not like I get comments on my videos or anything, but
1: <laughs> but like you probably would once you get that greater audience. So. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Like eventually people will be asking for a tutorial left and right. But like yeah, that's what I do with like my make a custom order videos. Like I don't actually like give a tutorial. It's just like watch me make this yeah. and hope um, you kind of learn. Like, like if you know how to sew, you'll probably figure it out. If you don't know how to sew, you probably shouldn't be making this anyway. So um, yeah, I'm like
0: just watch me. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> it, it is so time consuming. But like, I'm glad you're in the YouTube space now. I think it's like super fun, and I feel like it we is. need more,
0: more sewing fashion things on there. <laughs> and like, I I'm really gonna start getting into a uh, textile design too, because mm-hmm. that's something I've. I've always wanted to do to be honest and now yeah. I'm like really trying to like get onto that because mm-hmm. I love making uh, I love like colors yeah a lot and just like the way fabric works and like just creating different um text <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really want to get into all uh, okay this is a dilemma that I've been having for a long time mm-hmm. where ever since I discovered sustainability like within, like, the fashion realm, Mm -hmm. it has really helped me grasp the kind of steps that I want to take for, like, my future Mm -hmm. in, like, the industry. Because at first, like, I've always loved fashion and, like, you know, design. Right. But um, I've always just really loved to help people more. Yeah. And um, I would always tell everyone growing up, I'm like, I don't know what kind of designer I'm going to be. I don't know what kind of clothes I'm going to make, but I know that my brand is going to do something. Like I'm going to help people. Um, and that's always just like the goal that I've had. So whenever I discovered like sustainability, um, and just, you know, fucking fast fashion and everything, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this is it. Like yeah. this is what I've been looking for. Like now I'm like helping the planet and like you know uh, teaching others about how shitty this industry right? is <laughs> while like making new while like showing the alternatives and everything. But then a part of me now that like I'm growing and I care so much about people's opinions and yep. I'm just really happy and I don't sometimes care about clothes mm-hmm. or like no I mean they care about clothes but like I don't just want to make clothes yeah I get that like there's just so much more that I feel like I need to do and mm-hmm. like I do than just have a brand and make more clothes right so I've just really been trying to figure out like what else could I do so like I want to open up like my own textile recycling company mm-hmm. or business or whatever and have that here in Puerto Rico because that's like non-existent like they're barely people throw away their clothes here like very often like stole like there's barely any thrift stores like no one donates and then there is like a donation center um like box things that are outside of like right
1: right but
0: those you know those just get sent out to third world countries to get resold exactly so I want to find like a circular like a business here where people can donate their textiles and mm-hmm. fashion fashion designers can donate their scraps to me and I like turn into like a circular thing and I reuse scraps and I create new textiles plus I also want to work with um, agri- like in the agriculture community mm-hmm. um, and I want to I've I've discovered that you can make fibers or like uh, new textiles out of bananas trees and like Ooh. plantain trees. Mm-hmm. So like plantains and bananas only live like one one life or one mm-hmm. circular. Life. Like, well, that didn't make sense. One life, anyways. Right. They shoot one bunch of bananas and then they die. Gotcha. They're not like a, they're not like apple trees where they bloom every year. Or right. They shoot one time and then they die. So because this entire island is, you know, full of plantains and bananas and Mm -hmm. they get wasted so often and the trees, you know, just die and they either burn them or they just, you know, let them die or raw or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to provide like another source of income for farmers here and take those banana trees and turn them into fibers so with the banana trees, um, it kind of creates like a more cot, ca- like a cotton. So it's a sturdier, um, medium weight textile. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a, there's not that many bamboo here, but there are, and they're not used for anything. Like people, like they naturally just grow here bamboo trees and people just chop them down as, cause like they're weeds to them. So, and I'm like, bamboo is such a great material. Mm-hmm. Like if like, I could, you know, collect all the bamboo trees that all these farmers don't want and are going to cut off anyways. Like I want to turn them into a textile and I want to turn them into, you know, you can create like a bamboo, I want to do bamboo viscose, probably Mm -hmm. not rayon because rayon takes too many chemicals, but, um, bamboo viscose. And then it's a very drapey, uh, soft kind of fabric. Right. So basically that's like the, the road that I'm kind of going towards, which is very recent.
1: Honestly, no, I feel like I've kind of been in that mindset too of like trying to figure out what more I can do. Cause I do think that just making clothes is like not that great. Like, I don't know. I feel like for me, I've always wanted to like be in the fashion industry, but I also like for a long time didn't. Cause I was like, that's just so vain. And like, I want to do something more with my life. Like exactly. it just doesn't seem like I don't know the most productive thing to do. So, which is why I also wanted to have, you know, like the sustainable brand and like, you know, teach people about that because it feels like I have more of a purpose rather than just like, let me make pretty clothes and sell them. Exactly. Um, so yeah, no, I feel like it's nice to like, think of other ways to kind of do more because fashion can definitely just like suck the life out of you in that mm-hmm. sense. And I feel yeah. like if you're not doing something else, then like, it just is a slippery slope so it totally makes sense though and I feel like that would be such a good thing for you just like also like where you're at like in Puerto Rico like bringing that into the island would be really nice especially for people who like don't have a chance to like thrift or like don't know what to do with their clothes and stuff like that Um, like it's something that I should probably bringing out here in Indiana too because people don't really care that much about stuff like that either but part (laughs) of me just like uh, I don't think people would ever would ever do anything out here (laughs)
0: you never know though maybe there's multiple people like you where they're like this is you know there's nothing here for me so they leave
1: I know I feel like we all end up leaving just because like people out here just like really don't care about fashion I feel like Puerto Rico being like Hispanic like Hispanics just care about clothes and we always like to look nice like no matter what like it's just a cultural thing I feel like and I just feel like here nobody cares (laughs) yeah
0: they love their fashion though oh yeah they do They definitely that it's, do. it's everywhere but of yeah. course like um it's all about um accessibility like yeah no one, no one can afford like sustainable brand and expensive no, no absolutely not but there's yeah. also a very large like people do really care about what they wear so they spend a lot of money at boutiques people right. love boutiques here, right. so they spend a lot of money on like uh, expensive boutique clothes so it's kind of just like I don't know. know, There's just those people where they're like, I can't afford it. But dollars on multiple clothes. And I'm like, don't say you can't afford it. Just say you don't want to. Exactly. I feel like
1: that's how people out here are too, because everybody's like, oh, that's so expensive. But then everybody's wearing like Lululemon leggings. And I'm like, you can spend $100 on leggings. You can buy a cuter outfit for more. That's actually ethically and sustainably made.
0: Mm-hmm. And I understand if you don't like it. I'm not trying to right. force you to buy right. it just because it's sustainable and it's my brand. I just don't want you to tell me that it's not affordable. Exactly. Because you don't want to pay for it. Like the difference. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: Yeah, big big difference. But I don't know. Hopefully people get that into their heads eventually, but yeah. I feel like that's like I hate that comment the most when people are like it's so expensive, it's not affordable. I'm like It probably is. You just would rather have more clothes for the same amount of money. Plus the
0: fact that, like, people spend so much money on clothes. Right. Like, they they, they, they say that they can't afford it, but they're constantly buying clothes all the time. And I'm like, I don't get it. And then, like... A lot of people are like, oh, like fast fashion. It's just so like accessible, blah, blah, blah." and it's like affordable, and I can't afford sustainable fashion, blah, blah, blah. blah. But they are just consistently buying, and I'm like, yeah, no, like no one is telling you to buy that outfit unless you really need like a new T-shirt, because right, really need a new T-shirt for work or exactly work or whatever. And that's the only things we need. Exactly clothes like that like you that you need
1: yeah which you is you usually know, like work clothes like interview clothes I don't know stuff yeah. like that makes sense if you need to like quickly buy something on a budget
0: exactly but, but. like consistently buying like super or, like all these super trendy things right. right now like you don't need it so don't right. say that you need it and I don't like to make anyone feel guilty about it either, no not at I all like, I like to dress cute too and like right I thrift right but now living here I haven't gone thrifting in months so I I never buy clothes anymore I feel that um which has been great because I love my closet now like I I literally wear everything and if I don't wear it like I know that I'm gonna wear it for like this event and I really try to get creative with my outfits now and like I really just don't consume that much at all and because of that it has saved me so much money and also because I live a low-waste lifestyle where I don't constantly buy razors or makeup or hair products or anything at all that I actually cannot you know splurge and buy this ethical pair of like a hundred plus dollar shoes because I haven't bought myself a pair of shoes in like months and I am not consistently buying all this thing so I think it's totally worth it like there's a brand here that they ethically make all of their sandals here Mm -hmm. They do use lamb skin, but it's like they collect scraps of like lamb skin. And I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not against using leather or like anything if it's like recycled. Yeah. In a way, because there's just so much leather already in the world and leather is so much worse in my opinion. Me too, yeah. Because it breaks like every pleather thing I've ever had has never lasted. Yep. I hate it. And it's, it's just a bunch of tiny little, cause it actually like shreds. Oh yeah. plastic like, you know, comes off and I'm like, that's the Cause now there's a bunch of tiny pieces. Like,
1: yeah. And
0: I know leather is a cow and I love cows. I have, I had cows, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like I, I grew up on a farm and I think it's funny cause like people are probably like, oh, you love animals and everything. And I do. I love animals. Right. Like, I have cows, chickens, hundreds, but I also grew up <laughs> eating my own chickens right and my and my own cow right I didn't know that it was my own cow actually for years and my dad my parents lied to me
1: but so um, funny
0: (laughs) but um I hate it right so right (laughs) yeah question it so like I I know how I know that lifestyle and like not everyone can like the resources are resources are already there, and like with sheep, they need to be sheared. Exactly. It's unhealthy for them to be like fully, you know, covered um, with too much wool. <laughs> like mm. what's the word? Um, so they need to be sheared. But what I'm against is the conditions. If it's not like ethical or whatever, but right. you know, I just don't buy from that company. Like I don't buy brand new wool. Exactly. I yeah. buy like secondhand wool or secondhand leather like I made an entire yeah. leather jacket from second hand leather jackets that I bought at the thrift store that I <laughs> cut up and turned into one jacket
1: right right I feel like the leather conversation or just like the animal products conversation in fashion is always so difficult because like I don't I'm not personally like vegan necessarily like I eat honestly mostly vegetarian by my like when I'm like home by myself because I don't like to cook myself meats but if I'm with my family I eat meat but like it's not super often but I feel like so many people have such strong opinions on like the whole vegan leather versus real leather but I feel like at the end of the day like real leather would be much more sustainable in like terms of it lasting longer and I feel like that conversation isn't had enough because so many people just like to view it as like it's unethical which like yes but a lot of the times it's also just like a byproduct of the meat industry so it's like it's already there So it's like, you might as well, like, you know, use it, which like, I hate to say too, but it's like, you know, circle of life. You might as well use every part of it if it's already happening. Mm
0: -hmm. But It's a struggle. But I love that there are like new vegetable leather alternatives, like, you know, cactus leather, pineapple leather, but they're just not accessible to everyone. Like, you can buy pineapple leather online, which I Mm -hmm. bought like a sample thing, Mm -hmm is but, it good um, like does it seem it for- like I- it
1: like actually lasts like that's my thing I'm like does it actually like hold up
0: that was a thing okay so they mm. have like a thinner version like a thicker version and okay. the thicker version was better right and but it was more expensive right but the thinner version kind of felt like felt almost oh. like it was like felt underneath that was like a layer of like leather on top and it mm-hmm. was it had a lot of like texture like very like wrinkly and right like I felt like if I were to like pull it really hard it would break like it would yeah I didn't I like was kind of trying it out but I was like I don't know how strong this is
1: yeah. but then
0: I think cactus leather is way better like that one is a lot stronger like a lot more like regular leather mm-hmm. but that one is not accessible to buy like from teller right. you have to buy it as a wholesale brand right i tried looking into it but pineapple leather you can buy on their website Gotcha. and then there's like mushroom leather yeah and i've all heard of about that. that but they but the same thing they don't sell it to just like a right you know, like it's way too
1: new which yeah is, like it's yeah
0: yeah so it's not accessible and yeah. it's expensive yeah so like you know reusing leather is the same thing, and I yeah. have a plant based diet. I mm-hmm. no longer call myself vegan for the fact that I'm pro leather and pro, right? Rural.
1: Yeah, people get very, like, I and don't know, sensitive honey.
0: with that, yeah, yeah. And I grew up with honeys, honeybees. Uh, honey, right. bees, And like, I, I eat honey, right? So, like, I, I'm i no longer a vegan, I, I, I eat, yeah. Th- yeah. because I don't eat meat but I occasionally mm-hmm. will eat cheese or um sometimes fish because before whenever I was living by myself I didn't mm-hmm. and I don't eat it yeah. but now that I'm living underneath my parents mm-hmm. sometimes they'll make food right. and it does cheese in it or whatever I'm gonna eat it because I'm hungry
1: right like you're not gonna be like so, mm, I can't eat that
0: <laughs> yeah and I'm not gonna pretend yeah. like I didn't used to eat cheese. exactly yeah I get that. Especially with restaurants here, like the options yeah. are just non-existent. Like right. sometimes I can just get like plantains and rice and beans. Right. And usually I'll do that. But like sometimes they don't have like that. Like uh, like I went to this one Mexican restaurant and they didn't have mm-hmm. any options for vegetarian at all. Like not Dang. even a salad, not even a salad or just rice or anything. Yes. The only thing was like fish tacos. So I ate fish tacos because I'm not Right. Self, you know right so there's just like so many like things to it and I, I don't feel I don't make people feel guilty about it but like right I know my place like you know. yeah there's so much, so much controversy and people always like it, to put yeah. on things but I'm like you don't know like the circumstances and like it's all about right. trying your best it's not about being perfect
1: exactly yeah I feel like I always try to stress that too because I'm like I will never say that I live like a zero waste lifestyle or anything like that. Cause I definitely don't like, I definitely have plenty of plastics that go on in my house. Like I'm not perfect with that. My diet isn't perfect. I'm like my brand isn't perfect either, even though I do use the word zero waste a lot more there, but it's just so hard to use those like big words. Cause people get so critical. So I'm just like, I do my best to live sustainably and that's it.
0: I just say low waste now. Yeah. I never say zero waste, but I just realized on my last uh, YouTube video, I'll put zero waste brand. Sometimes you got to clickbait, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I <can't> get it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I always say uh, I live a low waste lifestyle or I'm a yeah. low waste brand, but yeah. I'm almost entirely, I'm not though. I was going to say, I'm almost <laughs> entirely a zero waste brand. I mean, but,
1: as zero waste as we very, can be, we probably are, you know? Yeah.
0: Like I don't throw away anything really. I keep every right, me <laughs> also too. <order>. But <laughs> literally I'm such a hoarder with
1: fabrics, my god.
0: But like I keep all of my scraps and I keep all of my shipping boxes or yeah. shipping anything. Even right I keep them because I reuse them for like, you know, if I need to send a custom order and it's too big for right. my regular boxes. And also, I just keep them just in case I know me too. I'm like, maybe I'll my need people, this one day. My mom is exactly the same way as yep. my so like, so it's just in the jeans at this point. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> and then, like, I keep even if there's like little plastic baggies that come, like you know, when you buy I like keep all of them, omits yes, yes. The little plastic. I keep, I them. have all of them too. I'm like, I'm like maybe I'll need them. need them. Yeah, I'm literally,
1: <laughs> same. I've like a stash of just little tiny, like, yeah, bags.
0: I have oh designated areas. Yep. Like all my yep. hoarding. And I reuse like things all the time. Like basically in like my last video, where was it cleaning my studio or whatever? Mm-hmm. That's basically like my entire life where I reuse like right. plastic things all the time and I'm hoarding. And my brand is very zero waste. But yep. I still I still throw away tiny like small things, but like the amount I the amount of times I take out my tiny trash can is probably mm-hmm. like one month right you know of trash yeah I think that's great and that's like yeah I mean it's impossible to
1: be zero waste like actually so I feel like we're at the point where it's like as zero waste as you could possibly be yeah like realistically so it's fair enough you know the journey it yeah my god it has been a journey (laughs) oh And I feel like there's still so much to learn. Like every time that I feel like I know everything there is to know, I just, there's always something new. It's mm-hmm. never ending.
0: Literally. I just watched a documentary mm-hmm. about the ag- agriculture right. industry, the industrial agriculture. Basically that is the most, um, that is like the main reason we have global warming. Right. And like, it's, I don't know if it's above fossil fuels or below fossil fuels. And mm-hmm. uh, that fish documentary. Yep. I cool. watched and them all like, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, that's like the most. And I'm like, right. I just fucking no. I know. I'm like, what exactly <laughs> the the most? is <laughs> that? <Literally. laughs> like, the whole world is fucked. Literally. Fucked up. And I've been on this, like, ugh. Literally. It upsets me. But I'm like, Jesus, we dug a, a hole so deep for ourselves. Yeah beginning of time and that's what makes it so sad in my opinion yeah like since the beginning of time we have just taken advantage and like have killed people for the sake of like power and like money or whatever they're right time or whatever it is so sad I'm like god is ego I
1: know like why can't we just be nice and get along just get along like, like I don't,
0: it would be so easy people ugh, it's just like the human mind i guess it's like the yeah. selfishness selfishness and like it just really takes over and and people like back then they were just uh, really fueled it right like people right. just really supported it and now we're at a time where people are trying to like turn it around and be more loving and all this stuff And i'm like damn it's kind of like it's not too late but, <laughs> like, it feels like it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's more shitty people out there. Yeah. like, then there are good. At least there are too many shitty people in power.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Too many.
0: Too. too and it's many. Like, cause like, some people might not have that intention going in. Right. But then it ends up turning into that because of exactly. the ego.
1: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle, yeah. unfortunately. <sighs> It's so sad. Yeah, I know it's so rough. Anyway, not to like end on such a low right? point. I feel like we've covered like everything and anything there is to cover at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for uh, talking today. Of super course, super fun right
0: um, that is a deep
1: combo yeah I love that though I can't do like the superficial interview type of podcast where it's just like oh my gosh so tell me how you grew up and then it's like wow that's so cool like I don't know I just can't do it <laughs> Like I'm, I'm over the small talk type stuff <laughs> um but you know shout yourself out where can people follow you
0: um okay so my personal instagram is veronica arroyo with two eyes and veronica mm-hmm. um my brand page is Viad underscore VA, which is also my TikTok. And then my YouTube is Veronica Adroyo.
1: Perfect. I will have all that linked <laughs> down below. So hopefully everybody goes and, you know, follows you. All that stuff um, keeps up, especially subscribe on YouTube. because Yeah, subscribe. You know, yeah. that, I feel like that's just the hardest platform to grow on. So It is. I have like you know.
0: 150 followers or subscribers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's pretty good. I feel like, well, I started like eight years ago, so it took me for flipping ever to even get to a hundred. Like I got to a hundred subscribers and I literally like basically threw myself a party. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like it took me so long, but I was also 13 and like making like morning routine videos. So
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> it's that's different difficult. time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was too hard to go back then.
1: Uh, you yes. know, we'll get there, we'll get there, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Consistency is key, yes, it is. And <laughs> you've been pretty good about it, honestly. So,
0: because I'm not doing it for the subscribers, I'm doing exactly. it for the fact that like I want to
1: find yeah. people, yeah, and
0: it's fun. Like, I, I yeah. check my subscribers like maybe once a week, and I'm like, oh, I got a new subscriber, you know? know,
1: yeah, like- I'm the same way. I feel like if it starts feeling too much, like a chore, then I don't want to do it anymore. Exactly. Like for me, it's still like a fun side thing too. Yeah, it's fun. Anyway, um, yeah, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Thank you for on. having me. This was, of course, fun. um, do this again. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, we could literally do a million episodes. I feel like, but yeah, um, thank you guys for uh, listening and watching and all the things, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one.
0: <laughs> Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.